Hi, I'm Austin Ertham. Taylor Patton is currently out again. And uh, welcome to the Kitchen Table Podcast. We're here to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys, sharing our stories, helping you get 1% better in all areas of your life. Welcome to the 1440 episode of Joy and Happiness. Um, This is a very uh, endearing episode for me as I I love talking about these two things. I think there's a a lot more... um, externalness in terms of happiness and a lot more internalness that comes from joy and how joy is so much more fulfilling and so much more rewarding than happiness is that happiness is a emotion and emotions come and go versus joy is more everlasting and that peaceful feeling that peaceful feeling can come and go but it's the same type of feeling every time you have it so on Tuesday's episode uh, Taylor and I talked about a couple things I talked about how coffee is something that brings me joy. I get a deeper feeling when I have it. Um, Part of it, I think, is because I don't have it all the time. And it's also because I just love the taste. And it makes me think of uh, hanging out or being in the car, listening to people um, or a podcast um, or waking up on a Sunday morning and just having coffee and talking to my fiance or family, whoever it might be. Um, and I sincerely just love the taste of it, especially in the winter time when it's cold outside. Having a nice cup of coffee in the morning, watching the sunrise, uh, brings me that everlasting joy, um, or that peaceful moment for the half hour to an hour that it might take for me to drink it. And another thing I think about when you have joy is how present you are. Okay, so when you we we also talked about. Uh, sex on Tuesday and how I was listening to a podcast by Whoop um, and how they said on Valentine's Day that people have great recoveries the day after Valentine's Day because sex releases um, so many endorphins and hormones um, that essentially, without going into the science of it, essentially makes your body so-called feel good and then you wake up and you're, you're present, you're in a good mood because you feel a purpose, you feel connected to somebody and it essentially boosts everything in your body in order to be relaxed and more stress-free. Um, so that that's what we obviously want to feel in terms of peacefulness or joy um, compared to happiness, which comes and goes a lot of the time. Uh, we also talked about on Tuesday how Happiness is easier to find, so that's why the challenge of the week is to find three happiness um, opportunities or situations um, and recognize it, and then one joy one. And hopefully that joy one is something that you can repeat over and over throughout your week um, or in the month, no matter what time of the year it is. Um, We talked how uh, I find the joy in snow and how it feels really peaceful when the snow's dropping and it's less chaotic, less noisy versus the, uh, Taylor thinks as craziness and driving. I think it just looks pretty. Um, so he doesn't get happiness or joy out of it, but I do. Um, so everybody's going to have a little bit different situations that they find their three happiness and one thing of joy. But I think it's important to search for that because otherwise, what are we doing with life? right? That's the point is trying to get to some sort of peacefulness or happiness or state of mind, whatever you want to call it. We search for happiness, they say, but we end up finding joy, hopefully. That would be a little bit deeper of a connection. Um, Something that my fiance and I were talking about earlier this week, I asked her what, 
where she felt happiness and joy this week. And she said, food, working out, and hanging with you. Um, and we we're actually watching this Planet Earth thing, which is really cool because we were just talking about traveling. And I was thinking when I travel, Taylor and I also talked about this. I think the reason that traveling makes people so joyful is because it's like a fulfillment. So it's something new. It's out of the ordinary, but also it's, it makes you, it's a big wonder, right? That's why people have some sort of faith because it's a big wonder, right? They're in awe when they see it. People go to the Grand Canyon. The reason the Grand Canyon is the number one place traveled to in the United States is because it's a natural wonder, right? It's God-made. It's not man-made. And it's so humongous that it just makes people have awe. Right, you go to the north or south rim and you walk out on the clear um, tile and you can see down below and see how big it is, how far of a drop it is and how it just naturally got made like that from Earth's core and the crust expanding, etc. Again, without being too sciencey to create this type of valley, right, or canyon. And it's this vast land that has the red rock and different layers that you can see over time how they've changed. People just flock to it because it's such a unique event. Okay. And I think that that's, it's a such, so remembrance. Every time they go to some natural wonder, everybody thinks it's so pretty or so unique and so cool, but it's also the way it makes you feel. Again, those hormones are released. Those endorphins are released. Uh, let me look up the happiness um, hormone again here. Sorry, and dopamine, that's a dopamine. And then the oxytocin and stuff like that lowers the cortisol levels. And then your norepinephrine, which is your fight or flight, is basically non-existent, right? It's gone. You're stress-free. So all those happiness hormones that I like to call them basically are released and it makes you remember. Your body wants to remember. You think the muscle memory that you have. And I think that helps create those joyful moments. So when I travel, I have something unique happen to me all the time and then you want to travel more because you can share those experiences and when you're sharing it i think you'll find that you feel the same way as you did when you were actually there taylor and i always talk about how we went on our um, trip to the sand dunes and how we saw all these different wonders so basically our trip we went from iowa to down to texas and then up through new mexico to the four corners which is utah new mexico Colorado and Arizona, and then went over through southwestern Colorado and back up through the middle of Colorado and Denver with Rocky Mountain National Park, and then went back home. Um, so we started out in Big Bend National Park in Texas, drove 12 hours with nothing, literally nothing. Especially in the morning, there was, there was, we literally, it's like the movies where you see people go straight and all you see is a one car on the road from like a drone point of view. It's literally that. There's nothing there. And it's 120 degrees. So we get out there and then I, long story short, is I ate Taylor's sandwich. We were told not to go to the top of the mountain, but we, but we did because it was so hot. We, they said we didn't have enough water, all this stuff. We did it anyways, way faster than anybody thought we were going to do it. We made it back home. We're going to go across the border because Taylor wanted to say he went to Mexico without his passport. So we did that and I got stuck in bamboo and slid down this like little hill and I had blisters from walking. So it was, we hiked 12.1 miles or something. So it was just a rough day for me. But I love talking about that story 
because of the joy we had. Then we went over to Carlsbad Caverns and hiked another 10 miles the next day on Guadalupe Mountain National Park, um, where I hiked in flip-flops. <laughs> um, and just chilling in the car, jamming out, seeing the lights coming into Albuquerque and having a drink at the brewery and then going up to Rocky Mountain National Park uh, at the end and seeing four different seasons in literally 20 minutes, having uh, the great sand dunes surfing on a, on a, or snowboard, snowboarding down the great sand dunes or trying to beat the sun set up to the sand dunes. We were supposed to take three hours and we literally sprinted up it in an hour and a half and had to bear crawl because we were so tired um, from running in the sand, seeing waterfalls, climbing up Mesa Verde. If you fall backwards, you literally fall a thousand feet. Um, little stories like that, having those picture moments. I think are really important for the joy and the fulfillment that you have. And those are the memories that we look back on. And I, I feel the same way when I look at the pictures or I talk about them as if I was already there because my body remembers it, right? That's what we try to do in athletics um, for you athletes listening, that we want to try to mimic the same feeling over and over. And that's what joy does for us. We try to mimic it. Happiness comes and goes based on if you like it or not, based on the emotion you have, whereas joy, you get the emotion because of um, you had the emotion because of the way it made you feel. Whereas the happiness, it kind of runs the emotion because of the event, right? So it's opposite. It's you're in control for the joy, but you're not in control of the happiness. It's based on an outside event versus an inside event that you chose to have happen or the way you made it feel. So Steph said that uh, she feels happiness, I would assume, I don't even need to ask her because I already, I already know it. I assume she feels happy with the food because she's hungry or she looks forward to her food for the day and that makes her happy. She likes food. Something that makes her joyful with food would be having like a fancy meal, right? Because that puts me into play usually and we sit down and we have a date night and that's more everlasting to her. That's where she feels peaceful, stress-free, like she doesn't have to... Um, worry about anything that I'll take care of it, that we just got to spend time together and learn about each other and talk and reminisce or dream, whatever it might be. Um, so I think that's probably where she's talking about where she feels joyful. And then working out, Taylor hit on this a little bit on Tuesday's episode. If you haven't listened to it, I personally think it's a great episode. We only planned it to be about 25 minutes and it ended up being double that just because of our conversation. Um, but on her point on working out, I think that also brings her both happiness and joy. Now, here's why I think this is, it has two of them. Okay. I think the happiness is because it brings that kind of stress-free. You're very present again, just like we talked about with the sex. You don't have to think about anything else, right? She hates texting and doing other stuff while she's trying to work out because she wants to be present and have that stress-free moment of nothing else matters, right? And then I think after because obviously you're stressed during the workout right you're literally stressing your body so i think that creates more of a you got to be present to be able to focus it creates some moriness and gets the other hormones going hormones going and it can be good or bad based on how much you push yourself because we all go to the gym and think oh this is gonna be a hard day this is gonna be tough right when your body's drained and sometimes like all right i'm gonna prove to myself today that i'm ready to go so it depends on your mindset there so that's where the happiness can fluctuate and your emotions can change but I think afterwards when you make it or you don't make it, if you don't make it, you might feel 
um, mad or whatever, but no matter what, you sh- you're still hopefully going to feel that joy that, hey, I went through this effort, right? I did it. Um, Taylor was talking about how every time he works out, he feels good that he did it instead of doing something else because it's important. Your health should be important to you, but you always get that joy because it took effort. It was hard to do. And when you do it, it makes you feel so much better. So if nothing else, know that if you're searching for happiness, happiness comes and goes, and that is an external source, right? A lot of the times you're not in control of that. It's just how you feel of reacting to something. But if you envision something and you dream about it, you talk about it, you want to feel it, and then you do it and you put all that effort in and you know the time and effort you put into it, that makes you feel so much more fulfilled. And that's the everlasting thing, right? So back to the whole point here, Steph and I were watching this uh, Planet Earth documentary thing about unique places in our world when we were talking about traveling. And I was just sitting there thinking, wow, this is why traveling makes me feel so fulfilled, right? Because I get, I search for that, I envision it. And I search for that and I want to feel that. And then when I think about it, I feel that fulfillment over and over and over again. Right. So that's what that's what brings your purpose in life. So in athletics, your purpose might be for the love of the game. That's we always come back to me. Ham said it's for the love of the game. It's not about winning or losing. That's a happiness thing. Fulfillment is, hey, you get to feel free. I love running for a ball. I love running out on the field and just kicking the ball. It feels so free. I love the grass under my feet. I'm so present, right? I love looking into the sky, seeing the clouds with the goalposts or the crowd doing the wave, right? Friday night smelling popcorn. It's all part of the process. Whatever your goal is, whatever your purpose is, I feel like you should search for that purpose, not the happiness, but the fulfillment of what makes you joyful and where you feel that emotion over and over again because that's what's going to make you be fulfilled, right? That'll help you figure out your purpose. That'll help you figure out who you're supposed to be and help you to get to everlasting peace, which is ultimately, hopefully what we're trying to find, right? Because that's what matters in the end is whatever your purpose is in life, how can you expel that to the best? That's why God gave you that talent or gift to be able to use that to the best of your ability and extend it to others so that you can be the best version of yourself and be purposeful doing your deed for God and for others. That wraps up the 1440 for this week. We'll put the link uh, and all that kind of stuff, socials in the description. Have a great rest rest of your guys' week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you. Bye.